welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Welcome to November, my friends. I am actually quite excited about the end of the year for many reasons, but one of them is something fun and free that I'm offering you to keep you motivated all the way through the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I will review an incredible new study on the impact of processed foods on our brain health. I will recommend one of my favorite gut healthy foods, and I'll tell you a huge secret that will help you manage cravings and stabilize blood sugar throughout the whole day. Let's dive in. Put down your TV dinner and your frozen pizza for just a moment because in health news you can use today, I have a study that will make you second guess them. This is a brand new study out of Ohio State University, and for some reason I think I've been watching too much football, I feel the need to say THE Ohio State University. This was in or October 2021, and it was published in the journal Brain Behavior and Immunity in the November 2021 issue. It was done on rats, which isn't my favorite, either ethically or as it translates to humans, because shockingly, we are not just big rats. But still, the severity of the change here, even in the rats, tells us a lot, and I am highly confident that it's at least directionally correct for humans. So we're going to review it here today. In this study, they took these rats and for just four weeks, a short period of time, they put them on three types of diets. The first one was their normal rat chow, which was 32% calories from protein, 54% from complex carbs, and 14% from fat. The second group was a highly processed diet. So the fat was pretty much the same. The protein went down a little bit to 19.6%. And the carbs went up a little bit to 63%, but the important thing is they all came from refined carbs here, from cornstarch, maltodextrin, and sucrose. Uh, And this combination was said to mimic ready-to-eat human foods that are often packaged for long shelf lives. They gave the examples of potato chips and other snacks, frozen entrees like pasta dishes and pizzas, and deli meats containing preservatives. So lower quality processed foods here. That was the second group. So first was their normal rat chow. Second was the highly processed diet. The third group was this same highly processed food diet, but with a supplement of DHA. DHA is one of the important omega-3 fatty acids. So you might have heard of people, myself included, taking fish oil supplements. The primary benefits here are the EPA and the DHA. So DHA is one of these uh, omega-3 fatty acids that is particularly great at reducing inflammation and specifically brain inflammation. So those are the three groups. Now, also within these three diets, there were two subgroups in each. One 
group, one subgroup was younger rats and one was older rats. So group one, normal rat chow, they had young rats on normal rat chow, old rats on normal rat chow. Group two, processed food, young rats on processed food, old rats on processed food. And group three, processed food plus DHA, they had young rats with that and older rats with that. So six total groups. Um, and proving that younger animals and probably humans as well. We all know those teenage kids that can just inhale anything. They're just super resistant to this stuff. Their body is resistant to inflammation, which is good. They can process it quite well. These younger rats in all groups of the study showed minimal changes. But the older rats showed huge change in just four weeks on these processed food diets. What they found is that in group two, the processed food diet, there was a strong inflammatory response in the brains of aging rats. These are the older rats that was accompanied by behavioral signs of memory loss. So they had brain inflammation and they had memory loss in just four weeks on processed food. What they also found was that when they supplemented the processed diet with the omega-3 fatty acid DHA, this was the third group, processed food plus DHA, this prevented memory problems and it reduced the inflammatory effects almost entirely in the older rats, which is pretty amazing. So I am not about to go out and tell you, eat all the processed food you want, just take DHEA or DHA. By the way, DHEA is a completely different uh, precursor to hormones. So uh, that is not what we're talking about here. But I'm not about to tell you, go eat processed food and take DHEA supplement. However, it is remarkable that that simple addition reduced all of these problems. This study overall shows that processed foods are really bad for our brain, which we kind of already knew, but something as simple as eating DHEA from wild-caught salmon or taking a fish oil supplement can minimize this impact. Here's a quote from Ruth Barrientos, who was a senior, is a senior study author on the paper. She said, these findings indicate that consumption of a processed diet can produce significant and abrupt memory deficits. And in the aging population, rapid memory decline has a greater likelihood of progressing into neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's disease. By being aware of this, Maybe we can limit processed foods in our diet and increase consumption of foods that are rich in omega-3 fatty acid, DHA, to either prevent or slow that progression. So let's do this, friends. Let's work on increasing those whole foods always. That's our goal around here, reducing the processed foods. And just as a safety net, let's be sure we're getting some wild-caught salmon for DHA or other food sources of DHA or at least a fish oil supplement. I'll link the fish oil supplement that I take and the one that I like in the show notes. All right, it's time for Megan Recommends, and we've been talking a bit about gut health around here lately, and one of my favorite gut-healthy foods is sauerkraut. Now, I never used to like sauerkraut, and I think that's because I had only tasted the fake kind. Uh, Once I tasted the Bubby's brand, I will never, ever go back. This stuff is just beyond amazing. I am not kidding you. When I'm done with the jar, I literally drink the juice straight, like jar to mouth, 
drink up that juice because it is so good. It's like my body is just soaking up this goodness. And this is the real deal. This is completely fermented, which has all the healthy gut bacteria and no preservatives. So if you're going to make your own sauerkraut at home, which I've done, and it's not that hard, so I'm calling myself out here that I could just do that. But if you're not going to do that, this is the next best alternative. The only ingredients here are non-GMO cabbage, water, and salt. There are no preservatives, no added sugar, no colorings, no vinegar. By the way, vinegar gives the flavor of fermented food. So you might see this in like pickles on the shelves or sauerkraut on the shelves that they're adding vinegar to make it taste fermented but it almost always means the ingredients aren't actually as rich in probiotic content because they're doing kind of like a fake fermentation. This stuff, Bubbies, is the real deal. I have no affiliation with them. Nope, no coupon code, no easy way to get it. You're just going to have to go to the grocery store, but I will post a link to their store locator in the show notes. If you can find this, stock up. Your taste buds and your gut health will thank you. All right, my friends, it's time for the veggies of the matter. We've all heard that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So is that true? I think it is. And you're about to hear from an MD and a fasting expert next week, so I don't say this lightly. But here's how we can both agree. Let's figure out what is breakfast after all. It's how you break your fast. Breakfast. Break fast. I don't care whether you're eating at 7 a.m. or 2 p.m. Your first meal to me is breakfast. So we all eat breakfast. If you've ever eaten in your life, you've eaten breakfast. And most of us eat breakfast in some form at some time of day every single day. This, the way we break our fast, is the most important meal of the day for your energy level, your blood sugar stability, your cravings, and so much more. Let's think about the standard American diet breakfasts, pancakes and Pop-Tarts and bagels and toast and cereal and waffles and donuts. Maybe you're going to go healthier with some oatmeal and fruit. What do all of these have in common? They're sweets, which means they're sugar. And in almost all of these, there are refined grains as well. So let me explain to you why this is detrimental. Many of us know that when we eat sugar, our blood sugar goes up. And I explained this a bit in the episode on blood sugar uh, and me wearing a continuous glucose monitor, which I will link in the show notes. But basically, when we eat sugar, our blood sugar goes up. Then there's something in our body, our pancreas releases insulin. And the insulin, as long as uh, we are not type 1 diabetic, our pancreas releases insulin, The insulin helps that sugar molecule get into the cell where it can be used. So once the sugar molecule is in our cells, then it can be used for energy. We don't want it hanging around in our our bloodstream. Um, However, when we eat a lot of sugar, even if we have a healthy reaction to insulin, which is a good thing, There's just so much floating around in our blood sugar that we're going to get in our bloodstream that we're going to get a spike of high blood sugar no matter what. Now, the quicker we can process that, the less insulin resistant we are, the better. That's a sign of metabolic health, but it happens in every single person at least a bit. 
And now refined grains are the other piece of that. All the pancakes, the bagels, the toast, the waffles, these are refined grains. What do I mean by refined grains? A grain ground into a flour and then baked into something else. A grain ground into a flour and then baked into something else. So all your breads, your pastas, your pastries, your crusts, your muffins, all of these things are grain ground into a flour and then baked into something else. Now, research shows that when we take a piece of white bread, for example, let's say 40 carbs of white bread versus 40 carbs of actual table sugar, the glycemic response, that rise in your blood sugar, is actually higher sometimes from the bread than from just pouring sugar into your mouth. This is crazy. It doesn't really even make sense. But those refined grains, our body's just like, boom, doesn't have any... Uh, barrier to breaking them down gets shot up really quickly. That blood sugar number gets shot up really quickly, causes that giant spike. And then on the other side of that comes the big crash. So that's where one hour, two hours after your sugary pancakes, Pop-Tarts, bagels, toast, waffle, donuts, whatever, One hour or two hours later, you're feeling that crash. You're feeling that need for a cup of coffee. You're feeling low energy. You might be hungry again. You have more cravings for sugar. You feel like you're on that roller coaster because your blood sugar is just going up and down and up and down and up and down. And when we get that blood sugar spike first thing, our body's kind of rebounding all day. We're much more likely to be on that roller coaster all day long. How you would feel with this is is constant energy rises and slumps, constant reach for the, the coffee, the soda, like I said, constant need for snacking, all of these things. And the research shows that only 12% of Americans are metabolically healthy, which is pretty shocking. I covered this again in that continuous glucose monitor episode But this means we all need to be concerned with this. We're all, or 88% of us, are having this funky response to our diet full of refined grains and added sugar. If you're going to focus on improving one meal during the day, I highly suggest that you focus on improving your breakfast, that first thing that you eat during the day. And the best way to do that is to make a savory breakfast over a sweet one. Now, I'm going to tell you how to do this, but first, I hear you. I always crave sweet breakfast. All the time, sweets sound better to me than savory food. And so if you just ask me what are your favorite breakfast breakfasts taste-wise, of course, I'm going to tell you the same as everyone else. Cereal, bagels, donuts, pancakes, all of that stuff. I like the taste of that stuff too. But I know when I eat that stuff, my chocolate tooth, my sweet tooth, but particularly for me, it's almost always chocolate, it's just raging all throughout the rest of the day. Now, you might know me. I have chocolate every single day, at least 99% of the days, and I keep it to a moderate amount that works for me, a low sugar chocolate. I work it into my day. It's all good. I'm not saying that we're robots and we can never, ever, 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 ever have sugar, but I'm saying that when I have pancakes for breakfast, I would probably eat 20 times the amount of chocolate during the day if I 
we're not aware of it. My cravings just go off the charts. And I venture to guess that it's the same for you. You might not eat 20 times the chocolate, but you'll feel that energy roller coaster. You'll feel the cravings. You'll feel the energy slumps. You just won't feel vibrant the way you would with a savory breakfast. So what are we looking for when we talk about savory breakfast? The best meals for balancing our blood sugar include protein, fiber, and fat, healthy fat. Protein, fiber, and fat. These are all the things that will really stabilize our blood sugar when we, and we want fewer refined carbs and sugar. So all those breakfasts that I mentioned uh, are refined carbs and sugar. We want less of that and more protein, fiber, and fat. So examples of this If you make an omelet with veggies and some avocado, or if you're less fancy like me and you make an egg scramble with some veggies and avocado, or if you see my food prep on Instagram, I'm almost always making some kind of breakfast hash because it's easy, it's filling, it keeps me satiated, it keeps me energized. My breakfast hash is almost always ground turkey because I like that, but sometimes I'll use a ground pork sausage or ground chicken or something like that, and then I'm putting in vegetables. And this week, for example, I just put in zucchini, squash, and onions, and then a bunch of turmeric-based spices with garlic and things like that, so it was truly savory. And by the way, I even added some sauerkraut onto that, some bubby sauerkraut, so I'm right on brand today. Uh, But sometimes for that hash, I'll use a little bit more sweet-tasting vegetables, like I'll use Brussels sprouts and bell pepper and uh, sweet potato. That is a little more sweet tasting, so that's a way to ease yourself into it if you're not used to savory breakfast. That ratio of protein, healthy fat, and fiber is still enough, even with the sweet potato, to keep me very stable through the day and keep you very stable through the day. So don't worry about not having any, any, any hint of sweetness. If you put, sometimes I'll dice up an apple and put that in my breakfast hash, or if you have sweet potato or whatever, can have a little hint of sweetness, but it's coming from whole foods, uh, no added sugar and no refined grains. So that's another example. My breakfast casserole, something I always used to make, basically a bag of cauliflower rice, a bag of broccoli slaw some sautéed ground turkey, pour some eggs and salsa over it, bake it. You got a casserole that's super delicious, ready to eat all throughout the week. I'm going to post a link to the blog post with 10 of my favorite savory breakfasts in the show notes. And by the way, to find the show notes, you just scroll down wherever you're listening, uh, right where you hear, where you see the play button, just keep scrolling down, scroll down, 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 and you'll see the show notes down there. That's where I put all the links each week. Um, so this week that will include the 10 savory breakfasts that I recommend, but other options, people do breakfast salads all the time, like a salad with a runny fried egg or something like that. You could do a tofu scramble. The options are infinite, um, and not infinite, but I'll, I'll give a finite list of those 10 that I recommend in the blog post. Now, what if you just can't quite get there yet? You're like, yep, Megan, I hear you. I can reduce the Pop-Tarts but I'm not ready for a breakfast hash yet. I need something in the middle. That's great. I want to meet you wherever you are. And I think there are a lot of things we can do to more of our traditional sweet breakfast to make them more balanced. So for example, oatmeal. Oatmeal is not a refined grain, especially if you're getting like steel cut oats. Those are the way they're grown. So more of a whole grain. 
but it is still a, a more carb-heavy option. And what do people mostly add to it if they want to feel more full? You'll add like berries and banana and granola and brown sugar or something like that. And those, at least some of those, the berries and banana are really healthy food. But what are all of those? More carbohydrates. Oatmeal's a carb. Berries a carb. Banana's a carb. Granola is carb and sugar and little fat. Brown sugar is a carb. So we're just adding carb on carb on carb on carb on carb. Instead, I'd love for you to add eggs to your oatmeal. I know this sounds super weird, but if you uh, add, you reduce the amount of oats by maybe a third and you just stir in some eggs as you're cooking it. So you could do this on the stovetop. You can do this in the microwave. However you're cooking your oats, stir in some eggs. It'll make the consistency fluffier. It will add that protein and healthy fat that you need to keep your blood sugar stable. You can add, I used to do this all the time, add some canned pumpkin, unsweetened canned pumpkin to make more of like a fall favorite treat and add some more nutrients and fiber in there. So the the lessened amount of oats, two eggs, some pumpkin, some cinnamon in there, that's great. Or instead of the eggs, you could add a cleaner protein powder. Just stir that into your oatmeal for some more flavor uh, and more protein. You could add chia seeds, which are a great source of omega-3s, which we talked about earlier today, or flax seeds. Both have protein and healthy fat. You could add some toasted unsweetened coconut flakes. You could add a drizzle of peanut butter on top. You could cut the oats in half and add half cauliflower rice instead. You can do any of these things to cut the pure amount of carbohydrates that are going to spike your blood sugar and stabilize yourself a little bit more. So just minimize that sugar on top and try some of those add-ins, whether it's protein powder, eggs, coconut, peanut butter, whatever it is, add something in there to uh, increase the protein and the fat. Here are a couple other options. If you're going to go for yogurt... Um, a, a healthier breakfast, but still one that most traditionally sweetened yogurts have so much sugar, like almost as much as a can of Coke. So go for unsweetened plain yogurt and add some berries. Yogurt's a great source of protein as long as you're fine with dairy, um, which you could listen to the episode on dairy from February of this year if you want more on that. Uh, But go for unsweetened yogurt, add berries, add chia seeds, add nuts, something like that to stabilize it a bit more. Or try a healthy chia pudding. Very simply, you could take two tablespoons of chia seeds, soak them in about like mm, half to two-thirds cup of unsweetened almond milk or coconut milk, soak that overnight. And then you can add berries, you can add spices like cinnamon or ginger. If you need it, you could add a little stevia, vanilla, something like that. Uh, But that can be a stabilizing breakfast. And then finally, if you're like pancakes or nothing, um, there are grain-free options like birch benders is one that I really like grain-free options for pancakes that are going to stabilize your blood sugar a lot more. Because remember, that grain ground into a flour and baked into something else, that's what's stabilizing your blood sugar. But if the flour is made from nuts or cassava or coconut or something like that, it's not going to spike your blood sugar as much. 
Last thing you can do if you, for whatever reason, are just going in for the donuts or whatever other um, sweet breakfast, if you do have a little bit of apple cider vinegar before, it can blunt that blood sugar response. Now, what I am very much not saying here is if you have pancakes one time a month on, at your grandmother's house or whatever, or even pancakes once a week and the rest of your breakfasts are very savory and stabilizing, I am not saying you should feel bad. You shouldn't. I want you to enjoy whatever makes you feel good and is truly good for you. And if having a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar before ruins that experience, then don't do it. It's once a week. It's not going to be the end of the world. But if you can do this without ruining your experience, just mix one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar with half cup to a cup of water and just drink that down. That blunts the blood sugar response if you are going to eat something more carb heavy. So there are several tips for you. Whatever you can do to make your breakfast more full of protein, healthy fat, and fiber, the better. And do your best to reduce those refined grains and added sugar. Now, this savory breakfast thing is going to give me a perfect opportunity to tell you about a fun, free challenge that I'm offering you that you can sign up for starting today. I had been thinking about this time of year and how it tends to be really hard for people to stay focused on their health. There's a lot going on and we'll start getting into holiday festivities and events and it's so easy to say you'll wait until January 1st, but I do not want that for you. There are still more than 50 days left in the year and that's a huge opportunity to keep doing the things that make you feel awesome. You don't want to roll into January 1st feeling like you're exhausted, bloated, out of shape, disconnected for, from your body. So I thought I'd do a 30-day challenge because when I have done that in the past, it's been one of my most popular challenges. People loved it. But then I thought, wait, my approach is all about the long-term approach. It's all about making lifestyle changes in a gradual, sustainable, fun way. And everyone does a 30-day challenge. So let me do a 50-day challenge. And it just so happens that starting November 11th, next Thursday, until the end of the year is 50 days. So I made up just the coolest thing for you that I'm super excited about. It's a 50-day challenge where every single day you'll get a new health goal to keep you motivated and energized for your health. It's totally doable at any level, I promise you. And you'll get a PDF download of a calendar where you can check off your progress every day. You'll get all the instructions, everything you need, all for free. On day eight, for example, your challenge is to eat a savory breakfast. So you've already gotten a head start by listening today. Now, let me tell you, I'm doing this because I care and because I believe so strongly that there's another way aside from just throwing in the towel on your health at the end of the year. And I really do want that for you. So it is my joy to bring you this for free because I want it to be accessible to everyone. If you're in, head on over to bit.ly slash lions 50 day. It's all lowercase. There's no www or .com. It's just B-I-T dot ly slash lions 50 day so bit.ly slash l y o n s 
50, the numbers, D-A-Y. All that's lowercase. One more time, just in case you're walking, B-I-T dot L-Y slash L-Y-O-N-S 50 D-A-Y. I'm going to put the link in the show notes as well. I cannot wait to have you feeling amazing in a fun, empowering, and supported way all the way through to January 1st, 2022. Let's do this, friends. If you've been working on your health, but you don't yet feel the results, listen up. There is so much false information and so much negativity in the health world, but I promise you there is a better way. And I call that way the Revitalize Method. It's what I've put together after doing over 8,000 hours of one-to-one coaching and helping so many thousands of people change their lives on an individual basis. I can't help everyone one-to-one, but I can share the secrets with you in a brand new group program. Every single woman who has been through this Revitalize program has raved about it. Women who have been struggling with their health, with their body image, and their energy levels for decades finally feel amazing. If you're looking for science-backed information presented in a usable, actionable way with all the resources, recipes, tracking sheets, handouts, strategies, and tactics you need to succeed, Revitalize is for you. You'll have accountability, support, and encouragement every step of the way. You'll have access to twice-weekly live coaching calls with me. And yes, you'll get lifetime access. This is the deal of a lifetime, and I'm making it because I want to help you truly change your life in the most positive way possible. Revitalize is the last health program you will ever need. So if you're ready to feel empowered and energized about your health, head over to www.thelionshare.org slash revitalize to learn more about the program. And let's chat to see if you're a match to be the next reveler. It's time for your call to action and I've got two for you this week. First, think of a savory breakfast and try it at least once in the next three days. Notice how you feel, your energy level, your cravings, your hunger throughout the day. Take note and see if you feel better. And then second, join me for free in the 50-day challenge. I mean, really, what do you have to lose? I know you have so much to gain. Let's get you feeling so great all the way through the end of 2021. Head on over to bit.ly slash lions50day L-Y-O-N-S 5-0-D-A-Y, all lowercase, to download your challenge calendar today. I will see you inside the challenge. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week.
The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the LionShare website.